Let's continue from where we left off last time. Jesus had gotten into a controversy with the Jewish leaders and Jesus has to make this point. I am like God the Father. And we talked about what ways that Jesus is like God the Father. Today we we want to continue. It's the same chapter. Jesus is giving various testimonies that show that he is indeed who he is. And he is saying the truth when he is saying all these things. Things like, I can raise the dead. Just like God the Father can raise the dead. I have been given authority to judge. I do things the way my Father does things. Jesus is saying all these things and now he brings up testimonies that show or attest to the fact that he is telling the truth. And the reason why he's giving these testimonies is so that the Jewish leaders that he is currently having a controversy with, that they believe. His intention is that they believe in him. Because as we saw last time, those that believe in Jesus have eternal life. So Jesus is not going to pass by these leaders. He has to give them reasons to believe. Listen to what Jesus says in John chapter 5, verse 31 to verse 35. If I testify about myself, my testimony is not true. That is to mean that it is not valid in a court of law. Your testimony might not bear so much weight compared to if you had other people giving witness to your alibi, for example. If you stood in court and said, I did not do this, well, people will ask, well, who can attest to this matter? So Jesus is saying all these things. And Jesus says, don't take my word for it. Listen to all these other testimonies that have been given about me. Verse 32. There is another who testifies about me. And I know the testimony he gives about me is true. You have sent to John the Baptist. And he has testified to the truth. Not that the testimony that I receive is from man, but I say these things so that you may be saved. He was a lamp that was burning and shining, and you wanted to rejoice greatly for a short time in his light. Jesus says this, If I testify about myself, My testimony is not valid. There is another who testifies about me. And I know the testimony 
he testifies about me is true. Here, Jesus says he cannot testify about himself because it would not be valid. Like we said, even in a court of law, someone would be trusted if there were other witnesses separate from the defendant. Jesus lists one testimony and that's from John the Baptist. This John testified the truth. So his testimony is valid and the Jewish leaders would have been wise to have believed him in Jesus' own words so that they would be saved. Jesus also brings to light the fact that the Jewish leaders had been convicted by John's testimony and had wanted to rejoice greatly for a short time in his light. They only ever wanted, but never did commit to rejoicing in the testimony of John the Baptist that the Messiah, the Savior, had come. Even the desire to rejoice What Jesus says that they wanted to rejoice, that desire, that want, was only temporary. Like seed that is cast on the roadside, their faith never grew high enough. It never even blossomed. They merely had excitement. But even this did not last long. How is your faith? Is it blossoming? Is it opening up like a flower, growing? Or is it merely excitement? And how long are you willing to hold on to your faith in Jesus and his promise of salvation? How long? By the way, Notice what Jesus says about John's testimony. Not that the testimony that I receive is from man. Jesus is basically saying, I have an even better testimony than John's. And I want you to read on with me through the next section and find out whose it is. Hint. Jesus himself said this, it is not a human's testimony. Verse 36 of the same chapter, John chapter 5, Jesus says, But I have a testimony greater than that from John, for the deeds that the Father has assigned me to complete, the deeds I am now doing. Testify about me that the Father has sent me. And the Father who sent me has himself testified about me. You people have never heard his voice nor seen his form at any time, nor do you have his word residing in you, because you do not believe the one whom he sent. You study the scriptures thoroughly because you think in them 
you possess eternal life. And it is these same scriptures that testify about me. But you are not willing to come to me so that you may have life. Now notice what Jesus said. But I have a testimony greater than that from John. And what does Jesus say is this testimony? The deeds that the Father has assigned me to complete, the deeds I am now doing, testify about me that the Father has sent me. Jesus also points out that the Jewish leaders have never heard his, that is, the Father's voice, nor seen his form at any time, nor do they have his word residing in them because they do not believe the one whom he sent. The second testimony, the first testimony being that of John the Baptist, the second testimony is from the Father. And in what sense is the second testimony from the Father? Jesus says this. Jesus says, The deeds I am now doing testify about me that the Father has sent me. The deeds that I am doing testify that the Father has sent me. Jesus himself says that the Father has testified about me. Second testimony from the Father. And it is greater than the testimony of anyone. And Jesus says that the Jewish leaders did not believe the Father either because they did not believe the one whom he sent. Jesus also said this to the Jewish leaders. You study the scriptures thoroughly because you think in them you possess eternal life and it is these same scriptures that testify about me. But you are not willing to come to me so that you may have life. And herein is the third testimony, the scriptures, because what does Jesus say? It is these same scriptures that testify about me. The Jewish leaders, much like anyone on this planet, desired eternal life. And because of this, not everyone on this planet, but these people studied scripture thoroughly. Yet Jesus says that they did not desire eternal life enough to go to him. Even though he was the source of eternal life. Jesus said, How much do you desire eternal life? You are looking for eternal life through scripture. And for us it could be something else. But Jesus says that anyone who truly desires eternal life comes to him. 
because he is the source of eternal life that is the only place the only place where we get eternal life and the appeal that jesus gives to the jewish leaders is come to me come to me i will give you life Jesus then goes on in verse 41 and says this I do not receive praise from people but I know you but you do not have the love of God within you I have come in my father's name and you do not accept me if someone else comes in his own name you will accept him How can you believe in me if you accept praise from one another and don't seek the praise that comes from the only God? Jesus says, "I do not receive praise from people, but I know you that you do not have the love of God within you." When Jesus says, "I do not receive praise from people," it means that he does not do or say anything because his pride is tied up or bound up in his work so when he says but i know you that you do not have the love of god within you he is saying this from a genuine heart I am not taking your rejection personally when I'm saying this you do not have the love of God within you that is to say you don't love God now Jesus questioned the Jewish leaders how can you believe if you accept praise from one another and don't seek the praise that comes from the only God the implication is this To believe in God requires that the only approval we seek is from God. To seek approval elsewhere means that we fail to believe because our belief rests on what others tell us. Jesus then says in verse 45, "Do not suppose that I will accuse you before the Father. The one who accuses you is Moses." in whom you have placed your hope if you believed moses you would believe me because he wrote about me but if you do not believe what moses wrote how will you believe my words evidently some if not all the jewish leaders supposed that jesus was calling them out and accusing them of wrong doing Listen to what Jesus says, do not suppose that I will accuse you before the Father. So if the Jews were on the wrong, who said that they were on the wrong? Jesus says this, the one who accuses you is Moses. How did Moses accuse them? Well, Jesus said if you believed Moses, you would believe me because he that is moses wrote about me 
And what did Moses write about Jesus or the Messiah? By the way, it is important that I point this out. Moses wrote what constitutes the last testimony, that is scripture, or part of it. Moses testified that Jesus was who he was and that he said the truth. Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible and had written elements that pointed to Christ, particularly to the sanctuary service, the sacrificial system that the Jews practiced, and to the prophecies of Jacob according to Genesis chapter 49 verse 10 and the prophecy of Balaam in Numbers 24:17 the whole five books of the bible the first five books they're called the pentateuch or the torah those books all testify of the coming of a messiah that is going to die. Jesus himself prophesied against the devil in Genesis chapter 3, saying that from the woman a seed would come and that seed would crush the serpent's head, but the serpent would bruise, injure, temporarily maim the seed. And the seed was Jesus Christ. And so from Genesis to Deuteronomy, there are bound up prophecies of the coming of the Messiah and his suffering, his death. But the Jewish leaders refused even to believe the very thing they held to heart, the scriptures written by Moses, they refused to accept the testimony that the Messiah would come and that the Messiah would suffer, the Messiah would die. One that was innocent would die in the place of the guilty. They rejected this notion, this idea. And so Jesus rightfully tells them this. Moses accuses you, the same Moses you have placed your hope in. Because if you believed Moses, if you believed what he wrote, you you would believe me, because it is I he was writing about. But if now you do not believe Moses by not believing that I am the Messiah, how? Will you even believe my own words? If you don't believe the very thing you claim to believe in, how will you believe the words of someone you have already decided to reject? Do you believe in Jesus? Mm -hmm.